quick turnaround from episode two to three, eh, Mark? Yeah, well, you got to give the fine listener what they're looking for, you know? Uh, they waited four months between episodes one and two. <laughs> you got to reward them. You got to reel them in and keep them in, you know? So uh, Yeah, I got some good feedback from it. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I know. A lot of people listened to it right away. Uh, There's one thing that was a common. Uh, piece of feedback. I tried to address it on the old uh, description, but we can get that into a. Uh, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, the one thing I want to, uh, which I was actually really surprised about, the su- early success of the Caesar blog. Yeah, it's uh, it's bumping. We've already we're already up to about forty followers. Just had our third post today. We uh, we actually just got back from the gastro pub in town. Pretty decent Caesar, eh, Mark? Very surprising for Carlton Place. Yeah, very, very good value, only six fifty, and I, you know what, I was pretty impressed. You know what, I that was the one thing about this week that I was most surprised with is we had a lot of people telling us that we were going to have a lot of problems when it comes to price and our expectations. What what price should be? What what should be a, a price for a Caesar? Do you think? I think your average cocktail price is below first. Well. Cocktails can range quite a bit, but Caesars specifically on the cocktail range are usually on the lower end. I'm thinking around seven fifty to ten dollars. Yeah, that's about right, I'd say. And judged on the fact that it was six fifty, I mean they're flying out of there tonight. Well, the patio was bumping. Everyone was seeming or uh, seemed to order the Caesar on the menu tonight. Yeah, they called it a bloody Caesar. Uh, that was a little bit confusing. We might have to look into that. Yeah, I don't know what, what the difference between a bloody Caesar and a regular Caesar is. <laughs> but it wasn't hot at all. It was just, a, no. you know, it felt like just probably vodka and it was tomato bl- juice. It was bland. That's why we gave it a little lower on the rating scale. But overall, pretty good. Would recommend it if you're ever in Carlton Place. Yeah, easily our best uh, thus far. But the excitement about the Caesar blog has been um, noted. Yeah, lots of feedback. Everyone seems to be really... Uh, gung-ho for it yeah and for anybody that wants to provide feedback we have an email for that don't we brian yeah um lots of feedback some negative some positive but yeah we're um introducing our new feedback email it's at or sorry it's no reply at mark and brian.com i repeat no dash reply at mark and brian.com always value our feedback we really you know look at that email often so Feel free to put in put in whatever you want there, um, and I'm sure it'll be get brought up eventually. Yeah, that brings me to my next point. Something I was gonna talk about earlier, but we did talk that we want to talk about the Caesar uh, Block's success first. We're rookies in this whole thing, aren't we, Brian? Yeah, we're uh, we're pretty big, big rookies in the podcast industry, I would say. Yeah, we were just getting our feet wet in April when we did that first episode. Yep, it felt like we uh, we moved to Africa, stayed there for a while. <laughs> And then we got back here, and we forgot what the uh, what water felt like, you know? Because <laughs> we, we hit it right on the mark there. I'm telling mark. you, between my editing <laughs> skills, which aren't there, and Felipe's been having to, to help me a lot on the editing, um, from just not knowing basic controls of Audacity, the platform that we use to put this on for you guys. Well, what was our problem this, uh, or last episode, Mark? Well, it was noted that... Our first episode had much... The mic was a lot better. Yeah, Felipe set that up for us. Yeah, Felipe set that up. He made it look very easy at the time, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Too easy for yeah. my liking. So, we indeed had a microphone. It was plugged in on our second episode. As it turns out, in the editing business, uh, there's a little 
uh, what button on the on the program itself that you have to say that you're using your Yeti or you know your microphone. We were not using that. We were using the computer. Yeah. So we were using essentially the computer microphone, which is not nearly as good quality. Which is why you didn't sound that clear last episode. But you yeah. know what? We're only going to get better. Yeah. We put it on there anyways. We wanted to get the content out there. Yeah. We address this in the in the comments. We still get feedback on it anyways. I love the people. They love the podcast. They want to make it better. And, you know, no reply at markandbrian.com. We love it. Um, Great but, podcast uh, today coming up. Absolutely. Yeah, we were really excited about today. That's why we wanted to get right back to it. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about, we're, we're going to get back into your burnt brats of the week. Yep. Uh, always looking forward to that. Um, I had an interesting week. I wanted to talk about a few things that happened throughout the, the week. Get your opinions on some things. Okay. Uh, we have story time, which is uh, something we should have been doing in the first place. Our new segment. It's a new segment. We said we promised that we would uh, put it on episode two. Uh, so we have actually the original story. And I'll give you the background on what that original story, how that sort of came about and what that meant for me, I guess, as a high schooler. Looking forward to that for uh, to hearing that for the what hundred and twelfth time. Yeah, it's up there. You you were one of the originals. <laughs> yeah, Brian has actually heard me talk about this at high school. Every high school party we went to, pretty much every college party I'd go to, or just random people we'd meet in college, I would be man. I would be forced to tell this story. <laughs> it was like it was like so. It's like dance monkey, and you have to go out and dance. <laughs> Every single time, because that's what you're known for. You're the story guy. And, yeah. I mean, I did make my email, I tell stories at hotmail.com. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so when you when you, when you you put that out there like that, uh, for MSN purposes, you gotta you gotta deliver. Exactly, you do. Um, so, Looking yeah. Looking forward to that, that new segment, though. Maybe you'll uh, surprise me with some new stories one of these days. You never know. You never yeah. know. Um, so, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, and, and, talk, and give you some more details of, about that story. Uh, then we're going to get into this or that, which we sort of preferenced in the last episode. Yep. Uh, that'll be good. Um, and then we'll close it out with some final thoughts. Really looking forward to our sponsor again this week. You know, it's a big month for them. It is. It's coming up labor day weekend is not far away absolutely and you know what labor day weekend does really well is there fine products that protect you against the sun and yeah. that's what we're going to be focusing on today it's labor day weekend sunscreen so uh well i know uh, the creative sponsors have always come up with great script uh going into those so <laughs> we will be talking about those uh we got a couple of commercials uh, ready for you uh, but yeah, that's going to be the show. Looking forward to um, bringing it to you. My name is Mark Mullen. Brad Zorgel. This is Mullen and Over with Mark Mullen. And now it's time for Brian's Burnt Brats. You know what really burns my brats this week, Mark? Give it to me, Brian. I actually had a few topics on today's list, but on the way here to do this mere podcast, I um, definitely reconsidered what burned my brats, and it's traffic. Oh, yeah. You've never liked traffic. I've never been a fan of traffic, never been a fan of the commute, and today I had to go through rush hour traffic to get here, and it was a battle, Mark. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> it always is. It was a battle within as well. I went through six stages 
on the way here. Oh, you calculated it. Okay, give it to me. What yeah. are the 60 ages of this? So, it's it actually didn't start off too bad. I got out of downtown pretty quick. I get onto the Force 17, and I'm actually moving quite a bit. So, I had a bit of a false sense of hope. I call this false sense of hope, Brian. So, then I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get through this, no problem. What time is this at, Brian? This was around, when did I leave? 4.37. 4.37. So yeah. you left 4.37 on Thursday. Yeah. And today was the day that traffic wasn't going to exist, or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a false sense <laughs> of hope. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no. You're, you're not letting me get to stage two, which is the realization <laughs> phase, okay. or the acceptance phase, that no, I'm actually in traffic, and I'm stuck, and I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, very claustrophobic feeling. Oh, it was tough, and that hit that hit me right around Parkdale. Okay. I'm yeah, gonna that's get fair. Speci- that's I'm going to get specific to Ottawa. If you don't know Ottawa, you might not know some of these jokes coming up, but for those that do know Ottawa very well, you can probably relate to my burnt brats. Um, so the realization phase, I was like, okay, whatever, I'll put on some music, and maybe I can get through this. Then I get to Carling. And Island Park. No, sorry. Get to Island Park first, and they cut off one lane. How long are they going to cut that lane off, Mark? That's been cut off. <laughs> they keep on doing reconstruction there, but it feels like they they just continuously reconstruct that same bridge every I've time. I've never seen them there, ever working. They closed the whole highway last weekend oh. to, to deal with that. And it's still not. you think it'd be done. You think yeah. if they're going to close down the whole highway, yeah, it's going to be done. 24 hours, and the whole thing's over. Exactly. What are they doing? Anyways, so that's Island Park. Then you get past Island Park, and you got to be able to deal with Carling. How long are they going to work on Carling for, Mark? <laughs> I hate Carling. I've oh, always hated Carling. It's just not a good area. No. So that brings me to stage four. Yeah. The piece of shit, Brian. Because <laughs> there is one stretch, Mark. Yeah. When you get to close to Woodruff, just past Carling, there's one lane that opens up for a good kilometer or two. And it's actually a merging lane, but a lot of people just go into it and just zip by all the traffic, including myself. Especially yourself. Yeah. As soon as you're about to turn off to Woodruff, bam, you get right back into the traffic. God, I swear to God that I was in traffic one time. <laughs> In the line, because that's just the way I am. You know, I'm not. I'm not a piece of shit that's going on the inside. See this clown going on, going on the inside of me, and it turned out it was you. <laughs> I hated you. I hate. I was like, who is this guy? He just doesn't care at all. I do remember that specifically, and also laughing hysterically. You were a sucker, man. Yeah, I was. Still am. <laughs> But you know what? Karma got to me because I get past all the traffic and we start to speed up to about 100 kilometers an hour and I go back to stage one, the false sense of hope, Brian. Yes. So this is actually stage five now until you hit Canada and you hit the hill. Yes. Especially at around five o'clock here, you're getting slowed down. By the time it's all over, you're just exhausted. It is. It's an exhausting trek home. I don't know how people do it every single day. So what are you doing uh, to pass the time during traffic? Well, this is actually part of my this or that segment later. Interesting. But um, I was listening to Spotify music. Okay. My own that's, playlist. Yeah, my, my top hits right now. Yeah. Real big fan of um, uh, Mike McMillan's Stoke 100 playlist right now. 
And if you don't follow it, give it a follow. It's a lot of saxophone. It is a lot of saxophone, I think. As I cannot say definitely, because I have not listened to it <laughs> once. But I should have, anyways, because the Stoke playlist was for our friend's bachelor party. Yeah, but which I attended. <laughs> no, but he was—he uh, did play that, but that was only fourteen songs. Now he's added a lot more. So interesting. Big fan. I uh, that got me through most of the commute today. Okay. Um, and then stage number six is smooth sailing, Brian. I'm through the traffic. I'm feeling good. Excited to do whatever I need to do tonight, which was a new Caesar blog and podcast with you. That's right. Yep. So, yeah, that really burned my brats, though, getting in that traffic again. Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, have been adamantly against traffic. You moved to get out of traffic. Yeah. Uh, you haven't been due back to Crown Place in quite a while as a result of that. Uh, it's been been a couple of years. Yeah. And you, live, and you work on the East End. I mean, it's over for us. Eh? You're never, we're never getting you back. Well, I mean, you'll get me back part-time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so that's my Burn Prot segment. Um, you want you had a big week, eh, for stories. Yeah, a decent, decent week for uh, for stories. These are, short, these are short stories, but they're good stories to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, they're quick stories. Uh, well, there's a few things that have happened. Over the last little while. Uh, big news for my sister and our uh, editor and uh, part-time producer, Felipe. Yep, huge news. Uh, they decided to uh, tie the knot. Okay. As it were, so they got engaged, which is great. Congratulations to them. Congratulations, guys. So the Mullen family have hosted a, an, engar- an engagement party for them. Oh, that was quick. On Wednesday, oh yeah, I know. It was well, it was just quick. We just had dinner. Oh okay. But um, anyway, we had our aunts there. Really, it was everybody in my big brother pool. Um, mm. <laughs> that was a category for burn broads tonight too. Uh, but anyway, everyone, yeah, basically it was my aunt, uh, my uncle, uh, her daughter, and her husband. Anyways, a bunch of people were were over uh, celebrating the the big occasion, and. As we're eating, we just get dinner, and you know we don't do prayer or anything, but we we get down, we start, we're just we just start eating, and my mom for some reason announces to the whole house that, uh, well, actually that's not true. I, I, this is not fair to my mom. Riley brings up in front of the whole family uh, that she, my mom told Riley at one point that a guy dumped her in New in New Brunswick due to her web feet. Okay. She had web, my mom has web feet. So my question for you, Brian, is... Are web feet story. a no-go? Is that is that something that's a no-go? I mean, it's not my... I wouldn't say it's my favorite thing, no offense to Izzy, but I don't know if it's dumpable. I, well, apparently it is for some people. Okay. <laughs> but... Uh, what about you? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. I've never faced that situation. I've never faced honestly web feet in my life. Actually, yeah, my mom is the only web foot I've ever seen in my entire life. I think. Okay. Now we might have a lot of web foot listeners out there, and there's nothing wrong with having a web web foot. No, I don't know if it would affect me or not. I don't know either. Uh, no. Nah, if you nah. really like the person, I think it's. I think you can get past that. I'm not really a feet guy, anyways. I no. think feet are disgusting. Mine especially. I'm also not a feet guy. <laughs> you should see my Contrary foot right now. Contrary to some belief, but... Yeah, my, my foot right now, it's constantly, for some reason, for the last three years, 
I can't go. My I've had three combined days where my feet look good, and every time I play a soccer game, and the next soccer game I get stepped on. Ugh. Every time, brutal. And it just it goes all black. You know when it gets all black and ugly, and yeah. it eventually falls off, like a yeah. year later. I can see it right now, actually. It's disgusting. I gotta look at yeah. that every day. I don't. <laughs> anyways, I'm not a feet guy. Anyways, I I doubt I'm looking at. I wouldn't notice. I don't think fall. I'd notice either. I don't care enough. Anyways, I. I thought that was an interesting thing to bring up at right as soon as we were eating. Yeah. Have you ever uh, dumped a girl for something small like that? No, not really. No, I can't think of anything. Nah. Um. The only thing I can think of of me being very picky is in my Halo days. Yeah. A certain girl well, who remained nameless. Really got the bad end of the stick there because I was really into Halo. Well, you were very good at Halo at the time. I I was very. You're chasing records out there. I was, and uh, so yeah, she was she was cutting into my Halo time, and so I had to let her go. Well, I mean, that's I mean, you're not going to change probably. (laughs) So you might as well you might as well just pull you know pull the tape off. Yeah, I thought it didn't even make sense. That's that's just something I just made up there. Um, no, that's interesting. It, it's an interesting idea of, you know what? Let's give it a let's make a poll. Let's uh let's poll our folks. Yeah, folks out there, is webbed fig- feet a big deal? Give us a shout out. Um, I guess at our new email address, no reply It's our only way of them communication. Yeah, exactly. So us, contact uh, us at that email. We will absolutely look at that, and we'll share our results next week. Yeah, sounds good. Fantastic. What's, uh, uh, what, what else happened to you this week? Yeah, so actually, just today, something interesting, interesting happened with me. Okay. Well, actually, um, it has a potential of being a, uh, a part-time segment, I would say, Brian. Interesting. I'm listening. Yeah, so today, I, uh, I cut the grass. Uh, I don't have a big grass. It takes me about 15 minutes most. But uh, go through, cut the grass... Then I uh, decide I'm gonna I'm gonna whippersnip, okay? Because um, I got chirped at uh, at a party earlier uh, this year from you. Remember that? Yeah, I do. When you were chirping the fact that it wasn't whippersnip. Well, you did a poor job. Yeah, exactly. So now I've been taking it more seriously. <laughs> so now I now I go about whippersnipping I my grass when I uh, when I cut. So I just want you to be better, man. Well, exactly. So today I'm out there trying to be better, and what happens? I <laughs> I actually. Um, uh, I so the battery ends up dying on me, so that's unfortunate. Whatever, it's not a big deal. Um, I just go inside because it's one of those whipper snippers where you have to put the battery in in order for it to actually start working. It's actually very handy. I think it's like one of those things with, you know, you have a one battery and like five lawn tools or something, and you just plug it in and it works. Anyways, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's nice. I, I yeah. So it it dies on me. So no problem. I take it off. I'm walking inside. My dad, uh, Jimbo, meets me right at the door. He's like, he's like, hey, he's like, no worries, we got another battery. I'll go get you it. So I was like, okay, perfect. Go get the battery, put it on the thing, try to start whippersnipping again, and sure enough, the we the cord ends up going out on it. So we didn't, we don't have a cord left. So we're right at the end. So I'm like two, I do two seconds of whippersnipping today is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, and. Uh, and it was gone, so we had to get more more line. Whatever, not a big deal. 
I go inside. My dad's like, oh, here, I'll take the battery. I'll charge both all, both of these batteries. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I go upstairs. Don't think about it much. And then he's like, hey, Mark. Hey, Mark, I want to, uh, I want to come down. Come on. Come on downstairs. I want to show you something. So he shows me. And uh, so I go downstairs. And I kid you not, Brian. The guy, the guy shows me how to charge the batteries. You put you put the the battery in the charger. Okay. Uh, and then he's like, "And here, this this is what you got to do." And he actually shows me how to plug a charger into an outlet, <laughs> uh, like a plug a plug into an outlet. And I and I was like, "Oh, Dad, you're going on the podcast tonight." That was ridiculous. What did you do this for? You think I couldn't handle plugging a, a thing into the cord? Oh no. Anyways, um, so I go upstairs and I'm writing notes for the show today. And uh, he he reads them, and he notices that um, that Jimbo's tip of the week is on there, and <laughs> and he doesn't understand how that how I I could possibly be adding this into the podcast. This is gold. Oh man. Uh, anyways, um, so that's Jimbo's tip of the week. Um, if there's any more tips of the week, I'll make sure to add them into any podcast I can. So what was the tip? Just. The tip of the week was how to how to plug in the uh, the charger for the battery. Okay, so for those people that don't know back home, how do you do it? You simply uh, take a cord, much like any other cord you've seen, maybe for a charger of any kind, or a laptop, or light fixture, or uh, like TV, phone, or like phone charger, or phone charger, like yeah, okay. um, many many things that could be used with plugs. Yeah, anything just like that. So you take the end and you just plug it in. <laughs> And that is that is the tip of the day on how to charge the lawn maintenance battery charge. Uh, yeah, how to charge that thing. Jim's Jim makes me laugh. He's an interesting cat. It, what he what he deems is important is is often inter- it's an interesting. So he uh, he liked the Caesar uh, one of the Caesar pictures on our Caesar blog yeah, today. Was, yeah, um, and I couldn't help but go to his account and. And look at all his pictures. He has nine total. Yeah. And about three of them aren't blurry, for one. <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> and my favorite was the two separate pictures of the paved, uh, sorry, the new paved driveway. Yeah. One before, one after. <laughs> yeah. He was real proud of that one. He was very proud of that, that yeah. driveway. He needed that. <laughs> but you know what? It was, it was, it was well done. I gotta tell you, I'm happier about Jimbo's Instagram account versus his Twitter account. <laughs> he gets in a lot of trouble on the old Twitter account. Well, he's been having sense, man. Yeah, he's a big. He Not, likes he likes the teams he likes. And you know what? I think he's more of a Leafs hater than a sense fan. Yeah, I would argue that you're right. He follows the <laughs> Leafs religiously, but not like because he likes them, because he hates them so much. Yeah. That he wants him to lose so bad, and he, but he watches every every time that he can. He'll watch a, a Leafs game. Yeah, just to chirp them. My dad's oh, yeah. the same way though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He calls them the laughs. Yeah. Loves calling them the laughs. Yeah. Just anyways, gotta love the dedication. Anyways, Jimbo's tip of the week. Look forward. It could be a segment, a more regular segment that I'd like to own. But I mean, it is <laughs> it is what it is. He'll keep on giving me tips no matter what. Um, my last uh, point that I wanted to make was. I wanted to talk to you about the bad boy of lob ball. Can you uh, dive deep into that a little further? Yeah. So my uh, my pitcher Mike with a Y. Oh no! <laughs> Let that sink in. Oh, no. 
um, is absolutely the bad boy of law ball. Okay. He, uh, he only took up pitching last year. And uh, this guy is really funny. He, if he pitches sober, he's horrendous. Okay. If he pitches too drunk, he is also horrendous. Oh, he's got to find that happy medium. But if he finds the happy medium, the guy, one, is absolutely ruthless. Is well, Selly, like you've never seen anybody Selly, any, okay, like any kind of law ball pitch there is. And for people that don't know what law ball is, it's adult T ball where the pitcher on the other team lobs the ball as high as he can and try they try to hit a board. They hit the board, it's a strike. If it doesn't hit the board, it's a ball. You got four balls and you only get two strikes. But, anyways, um, yeah, Mike will celebrate the hell out of if you if we make a good play. He'll be like, wow, oh, fuck yeah! Like, it just, he'll just start screaming. And the and the other team is just, like, completely insulted Yeah, <laughs> that he's doing this. But, like, the guy will just, um, like, scream, like, woo! Like, if he hits the board at all um, and they don't hit it, or, like, he'll celebrate striking out a guy. Okay. Which, I mean, if a guy strikes out, like... He's already feeling bad enough. Yeah, and he's getting the gears from the boys on the bench too. <laughs> oh yeah, his team is just loving that he struck out. He's getting he's getting from all angles. Yeah, and then Mike's out there selling, <laughs> just rubbing salt in the wound. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyways, I wanted to bring that up because um, we got, we had a game this week and he was actually um, the he was at his worst, which you could argue was his best. So he, I was going to say that means he hit his happy medium. Then. He hit his happy medium on Tuesday. <laughs> I think he got off at like one and then had six hours to oh, geez. prepare himself. <laughs> so anyways, wow. awesome. So he loves Sully. Yeah. We've been was... known to Sully though too. Oh yeah, of course. You got a Sully. Yeah. It's sports. <laughs> it's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> Documented last week. Yeah, um, you know what, Mark? We're hitting the 26-minute mark, and we haven't heard from our sponsors. They're probably getting a little worried. Yeah, they are probably getting a little worried, but hey, twice in one week, come on. I know, well, that's I know. What you ask for. All right, let's uh, let's head to break. My name is Mark Mullen. This is Brian Zorgel. This is Mullen It Over with Mark Mullen. And now, we'll take a look at the scenes behind the genius behind Labor Day weekend commercials in their marketing department. So, Brian, how many gingers are there out there? I don't know. You tell me. I think there's about 2%. It says it says on Google here that it's 2% of the world's population. Well, that's 0.25 too many in my opinion. Am I right? No, 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 Brian. You're thinking about it all wrong. <laughs> The gingers are the people that are, are going to be needing the sunscreen the most. Oh, it, okay, okay. Well, how many gingers is that in the world? That's 156 million uh, people out there that are gingers. That's about 26 million more gingers that I'd like to see. Am I right, Mark? <laughs> Labor Day weekend sunscreen. Now available. <laughs> Man, do I ever love hearing from our sponsors Labor Day weekend. Yeah, you know what? It's a big time of year coming up for them. 
what's the countdown? What are we at? Like 15, 16 days? Uh, I think we're at 16, 18, 18 days. Till Labor Day weekend. Yeah. That's a big time of year for our sponsors, so expect to hear more great bangers for them. They're, uh, they're pulling out all the stops. They're pulling out all the stops, and I think it's all leading to something. I think so, too. Anyways. Um, well, Mark, this is uh, this is what made you famous, is your storytelling. Yeah, really. I, I didn't have many friends, uh, as you know. And, and early in my high school career, I was more married to the game of refereeing and umpiring. Yeah, we got into that podcast one. But, yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, so this story in particular really put you on the map in high school and kind of in the map going forward for the rest of your life because everyone knows you now as the guy who tells stories. It's true. It's true. This is the first one, really, that launched my career. Um, I'll never forget Mark Kuschehofsky. I told that to him at 6 o'clock in the morning at hockey practice one time. Mm -hmm. He loved it so much that he forced me to uh, go around my high school and tell it to everybody that we knew. It was like uh, being a monkey and having to dance whenever somebody asked you to dance. Yep, yep. And uh, I probably, we didn't exaggerate on this one. I, I may have told this one well over 150 times. It's been a lot of times I've heard it, but I'd, I love it. I'd be even surprised if it was that low. It's It feels like, yeah, it's it's been told quite a while, uh, quite a few times. But Can now, I tell you, first before you get into the story yeah. and introducing your new segment, can I tell you my favorite time when you told it? Yeah, give it to me. So we had a coffee house at um, Notre Dame, our high school. And it's a lot of, like, people singing and people playing the guitar. And then Mully goes up and just tells his story. I was asked to tell my story. But it was, like, so... It didn't really fit the theme, but it was so awesome at the same time. Oh, yeah. There was old ladies in the front of there that yeah. I was looking at the whole time, and they hated me. <laughs> they hated me. How Everyone many, else How many it. people did you think was there? Probably, like, 40? Yeah, it felt like 40. Yeah. Like, it was. It wasn't so much the amount of people. It's just that stage, you know, with yeah. the lights. Cause I, like, it I never, was a dark room with lights pointed right on you. Yeah, like, I didn't do any, like, uh, I didn't do, what's the acting class? The drama. drama. I didn't do drama, so I never worked with those <laughs> lights ever before. Anyways, I told this story, and uh, it got, I'd say a good half the room loved it. Half, the, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I gave you a round of applause. At the time, I didn't care at all. But um, anyways, so I, and, I, and once you hear it, you'll understand that maybe this wasn't something I uh, say out in public uh, that often, but uh, here I am just giving it to the universe, so here goes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, this is your seg- new segment. It's going to be yep. a weekly segment segment sorry and it's uh called mark's classic story of the week yeah exactly we'll have to get a little jingle for that or something yeah maybe but, all right let's just uh let's just play that for you i pre-recorded it today enjoy it okay everybody this story starts back in 2002 i was 13 it was the summer and i was 13 years old i had just turned 13 and my mom and my sister and i uh, we went down to newfoundland for eight weeks uh, to see my grandmother now, before I get this going, i got to preface, preface uh, the following thing here. You know, 13 is a curious age. So you do things because you're curious about it, you know? You don't really think things out all the way. So when I was a victim of this, uh, you know, so that's the first thing i got to say before I get into really what happened. 
Now, 2002, to bring you back to 2002, uh, that was when The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers came out. I'll never forget that. Not a big Lord of the Rings guy. Fell asleep in the theater. It was a fantastic nap. Uh, Halle Berry became the first black actress to win an Oscar. Uh, Good for her. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake broke up. Uh, devastating and uh, Avril Lavigne debuted in that same year so that's uh, that's where we're at in 2002 I was 13 I wore you know baggy t-shirts usually in the same actually I wear the same shorts that I cargo shorts that I wear today so I'm not really that different than I was when I was 13 when I say it out loud like that anyways uh, so get back to Newfoundland. So we're in Newfoundland, and the one thing I noticed about Newfoundland, it has beautiful water, and it's a postcard wherever you look, really. But specifically in the summer, I did not realize the temperature of the Atlantic Ocean. Now, when you're not around ocean like we are here in Ontario, uh, we have a lot of lakes, but we don't have any kind of ocean. So it was a really cool experience for me, and I loved it the whole summer. The problem was is that you'd try to go back in the Atlantic Ocean. And it would be too freezing. So no matter how hot it was, it was never hot. And that's the other thing about Newfoundland that that I learned this summer is that it is never hot. We had baseball uh, every day. We, we we so I played baseball in Newfoundland. This is just I'm just gonna give you a side story real quick. Uh, and I mean it was I don't even know if, I don't know if it was the best organized baseball I've ever been a part of or the absolute worst. We played every single day. Uh, like for four hours a day I think it was like from 10 10 to 12 and then from 1 to 3 every single day you played baseball from Monday to Friday it was like camp I guess but it was just it was just baseball it was just sports so um, I'm playing every single day but I only played one actual baseball game all year so I played for Stephenville baseball but we played one game all year and we practiced every day four hours at a time so I got really good at baseball that year but all for the wrong reasons anyways that's a side note. The only reason I bring that up is because I specifically remember one day it was 25 degrees out and that was a heat wave in Newfoundland and they actually closed the, the town down. They just stopped what they were doing. They couldn't handle the heat. And on that day we went down to the ocean and it was freezing cold. Like we're talking about the biggest heat wave all summer and it was freezing cold so I could not handle it. Anyways, my sister's with me. She's 11. Not queer, not, you know, not quite as curious as I was. And, um, but you know, she was stuck to play with me all all summer so uh we kept on we go to the beach one day probably in late july or so and again hit the same problem that ocean was freezing cold and we were like i was like man there's got to be a better way so we we decided to start walking down the beach to see if there's anything you know maybe there's patches of you know the ocean that was a little bit warmer so that's why we decided to go down the beach we keep on going down. We probably go down for about half an hour. We just keep on walking, and and uh, we finally hit this kind of like a side river. There was like a river that was going into the ocean. That was sort of meeting the ocean. That's what it kind of felt like. So uh, we didn't uh, really think about anything, but we we go. I don't know, probably about 100 meters along that river and that was flowing in the ocean. And, you know, we dip our toes in and we notice, like, oh my God, it's really warm. Uh, like, significantly, honestly, it probably wasn't that warm. But it was significantly warmer than the ocean water, that was for sure. So, finally, it was temperature enough there where we could go swimming. So, me and Rye, we go in, we, you know, we're dunking our head underwater, we're swimming away, and we're just having a good time. And um, right after that, um, all I hear is a bunch of teenagers in the distance saying, Oh my god, they swam in the lagoon! Look at the kids, they're swimming in the lagoon! Oh my god! And they're freaking out. And... 
and we're we don't we can kind of hear it obviously in the distance but we're not really that concerned about it because we don't know these people we're they're intimidating they're teenagers and we just you know we're minding our own business so we were just sort of ignoring it and continued swimming anyway so my mom came uh, about a half an hour later and uh oh here's another very important point because i know i'm gonna get gr- like grilled uh, after people hear this story again but i had a cold that in and around that time um, I mean, it was very cold in Newfoundland and there was a temperature change where it got a little bit hot. So I started getting a little sniffles. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, a, I wasn't coughing or anything, but I, you know, I, I had sniffles. So I couldn't really smell that well. So anyways, back to the, back to the uh, story here. And we're swimming the small river and my mom comes over and she's like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Get out of the, get out of that river. And, um, so we're just like, okay. And we're like, what's everybody, uh, you know what's our, what's the problem you know why why is everyone having a problem because those kids were over there you know they were having a problem with us having you know swimming in here too and they're like and she was like yeah this is a lagoon this is this is where sewage meets the ocean this is where they dump sewage into the ocean so as a result as it turned out me and riley both swam in sewage that was on its way to the ocean now it did not smell like it was sewage or anything again i had sniffles the water looked clear as all hell I don't know. It's not like there was there was poos that were floating in there. So we had no way of telling. The water was warmer. We were kids. It was, we were curious. We just got in there where we started swimming. Now, we lived about three kilometers away from the beach where this happened. And this is important to note because we were not, we were specifically not allowed to get in the car afterwards. We had to walk all the way home uh, and shower immediately because we had swam in the lagoon water. So... Yep, that's the story of how I once swam in a lagoon. It's Labor Day weekend. The sun is shining. The grill is sizzling. The beer cooler is stocked. The gingers are under the tree in the shade. Don't be stuck in the shade, gingers. Get yourself some SPF 15 Labor Day weekend sunscreen. Well, well Molly, it's been a great co- podcast so far. Yeah, really happy with the, the content so far. Uh, we've really been on our uh, on our game. And how about those commercials? Labor Day weekend is really pulling out all the stops uh, now that it's six days from uh, Labor Day. Well, just because it's September doesn't mean that burns go away, you know, especially for our target audience. That's a very solid point. So we should address something really quick. Um, a lot of people have been asking us, you know, when's the next podcast coming out? And at the beginning of this episode, we seemed so poised to get it done within a week. Yeah, we uh, we did promise the commuters, uh, our fans that are commuters, that we would have it available last Friday. It is now Tuesday of the following week. Yeah, so we didn't get people during their Friday commute. That's fine. There's plenty of commutes to go around. There were some uh, angry people, though, Mark. Yeah, yeah, that no reply at markandbrian.com has just been on fire lately. It really has. Uh, We've been getting a lot of your feedback. Uh, Always appreciate the feedback, folks. 
Yeah, so we're about two weeks after we started this podcast, right? Yeah, which is too bad because we were so excited about that first 30 minutes that uh, we, were all, we, we really wanted to hear it ourselves. So. I know. But you know what? We got one more segment coming up. We got one more commercial from our sponsors. And then we'll finish off, uh, finish off strong. And people will have their podcast maybe even tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah, it should be about, yeah, it should be tomorrow on the Wednesday is when we'll publish uh, and get this out there to the good people. Do you want to talk about what we're doing this segment? Yeah, well, we, we sort of, we, uh, in the sure, last... I'm sure we did intro it at the start of this episode. Yes, we did, two weeks ago. <laughs> and we referenced this even further beyond that because in our last episode we said that we were going to do that this, this time. So, uh, it's this or that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm excited for this one. Exactly. So, uh, let's just do one just to show the people what this is going to look like. Sure. Do you want to start? Yep. All right, Molly. Tim Hortons coffee or McDonald's coffee? Choose one. It's easy. It's going to be McDonald's coffee. Not... It wasn't always McDonald's coffee. No. And that has changed since McCafe has been around. Um, what about you, Brian? Got to go with the McD's coffee. I used to be an avid Tim Hortons guy. Mm-hmm. I used to tweet when I was back in the tw- back in the Twitter days. I used to tweet my Tim Hortons cup every uh, every chance I had. Yeah, I mean, I was seriously addicted to Tim Hortons coffee. I mean, remember in <laughs> university, I would throw down about five extra large double doubles daily. When I was doing my thesis at two in the morning, you were there with a extra large double double beside me. Yeah, I'd be listening to ASMR. With my extra large double double in the library, <laughs> Jesus. And it, ASMR it co- is something we'll have to talk about later on yeah. because uh, it's something that uh, threw you for a loop. Yeah, uh, I didn't really like. I don't like the idea of AMS, AMRS, whatever it is. It's ASMR, Brian. ASMR. I don't like the idea of it. Um, but yeah, that's for a later podcast. We're going to go... Yeah, I want to get back to the, the coffee uh, debate here. Yeah. Now, I don't know how true this is. I may have read this on, on the line at one point, but most things that are written online are true anyways. So, I think what happened was Tim Hortons lost their own recipe to their own coffee or something, or they lost the beans. They changed of- bean for sure. Yeah, they changed beans when Burger King took them over. Yeah, and that's the turning point. Yeah, and now it's like water. It's not good. Really don't like Tim Hortons. I still get it because it is convenient. It's more convenient for me on the way out of Carlton Place. It, yeah, it, but I mean, they're it, trying with the rewards now too. Yeah, trying to keep on par with McD's, but there's just not. It's just not the same. Yeah, McDee's I mean, has just got it that way better quality taste, you know. It's straight up delicious right now. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's the first one. We've got about ten more topics to go through. Plenty. That's awesome. Um, do you want to go again, or do you want me to go? Here, I'll uh, I'll give you one. Okay. All right, Circle. Uh, ice cream cone or snow cone? This one's pretty easy for me, actually. I am a big ice cream guy. And, and lately, I've been trying different ice cream spots around Ottawa. Uh, I'll give a shout-out to one, actually. Mushu Ice Cream on Bank Street. Real, really? real nice ice cream. Um, it's got a little bit of hipster vibe to it. You know, it's got its vegan options, if you will. If you will. 
I don't like the vegan option. I go for the. I, I like my dairy, okay. so I go. Uh, I go straight for the high quality dairy. Okay, but but amazing flavors. I was uh, the other day, while in uh, Carlton Place where I live, they. I had a gelato. I had a gelato for the first time. Uh, gelato's delicious as well. Yeah, I had a small. It cost eight dollars. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it may have been the last time I ever had gelato, but it was it was very good. It was very good. Yeah, gelato's but, great. Uh, you know, for me, uh, I would have to go. Is it ice cream? Ice cream cone or snow cone? Yeah, ice cream cone. I would have to go eat ice cream cone too, just because it's delicious. It, it definitely hits the spot. Um, Shout out to the snow cones of the carnivals that we always went out to, though. Well, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to talk about really quick. Uh, back in the day, I was a, I was a carny. I don't know if you knew this about me. You were not a carny. Yeah. Well, my aunt had a uh, fudge wagon, and we would go from <laughs> carnival to carnival selling fudge. So, no way. I honest to God. Well, it was more my cousins, but uh, they. We would, uh, me and my sister and, and my other cousin, we would we would run this. There was a snow cone machine that they would also they would also sell snow cones. So we would work 12, 13, 14 hour days, just get paid in snow cones, and we were all about it. That's amazing. Yeah. So it was like carnivals every single weekend. We would go, we would ride the Ferris wheel, and we would get paid in snow cones. It was life was good back then. Man, you I'll know what? You know what's funny too? I also had, I was also in the food. Uh, service industry at the Almont Fair. I used to sell bacon and cheese on a bun. <laughs> what? Yeah. You do that once a year? Once a year. Me and Ryan Merriman would sit in the booth and we'd sell uh, bacon and cheese on a bun. Bacon, cheese, bun. So a hot dog bun, your standard white hot dog bun. Yeah. Four strips of bacon, one, one processed cheese slice cut in two. Who are you doing this with? Or did you guys just make your own business? And- no, it, it was Randall was in charge, but it was um, it was through the Almont Fairground committee, which my mom sat on. And they just they just had this one part of the Almont. This is it, it's under it's under, the, it's this. under the stands under the stands. I know exactly the fairgrounds. Yeah, it's uh, it was a hit. People loved their bacon and cheese on a bun. It was oh three three fifty. Four slices of bacon and cheese on a bun. I would absolutely do that. It, oh, it was great. Like, And I got paid in those as well. But my parents would make me volunteer. And uh, so I guess I didn't volunteer, but I got paid in bacon and cheese. And was, How many did you have a day? Oh, me and Merriman crushed like six yeah. at least. Yeah, yeah, those are two of your favorite things too. I know. I mean, how many times have you gotten the... Oh, actually, that's a lie. I was going to say McDouble. That is not doesn't have bacon on it at all. But no, but um, I mean, I love bacon, bacon cheese on a bun. I, yeah, it's simple, but it's good. You know, I think everyone needs to work at a carnival at one point in their life. I think, uh, yeah, if you haven't, give it a shot. Yeah, exactly. It's a good time. Should we go to the next one? Yep. This one's pretty simple. I just I don't know why it came to my mind when I was writing it down. But Molly, do you like working hard or playing hard? You know, I've never been a worker. I mean, my sister would come on, she would tell you all about it. She was not impressed with my work ethic when I was a subway sandwich artist. I'm always been a I've always been a play hard guy. I mean, sometimes you have to work hard in order to play hard. Like you got to work extra hours to get extra pay to go and and play hard, you know? Sure, yeah, but when I'm working, I'm usually thinking about 
playing hard the next time I get a chance. Yeah, you know that, that one is pretty easy. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. Oh, that's... Uh, okay, so online shopping or shopping in a store? See, like... Oh, this one's tough because I really like the convenience of online shopping. And recently, I just bought my golf shoes online. And they fit perfectly. And they were super cheap. Way cheaper than I would have bought in a store. Um... But then again, I like to try clothes on in a store. So, you know what? I'm going to go shopping in a store. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I pretty much have combined the experience of shopping online while I'm on, I'm in the store. And what I mean by that is I pick something out that I like, don't bother changing and looking at it to seeing if it looks good. Okay. And uh, paying for it and then uh, going home and finding out if it uh, works out. It has not been a good strategy. <laughs> so get me. So, I've lost a lot of money doing this. So let me get this straight. You pick out what you like, but then you don't try it on? Yes. Wait, do you return it? No, no. Laziness, Brian. That's the name of my game. Oh, and man. usually I just live with it. And I just tell myself, well, you had your chance to try it on once and you didn't take it. And here you are. Look what you're... Yeah, so that's just the way I choose to shop. Wow. I also try to be as lightning quick as I can. I want to be in and out of there. I don't want to, pre- I, and then I would pretend I was never there. Oh my god! That's just the way I've always done it. I don't know. So I will say, I more often than not shop in store. Yeah, but it's not the way to, you're not. I guess it's not technically the way you should be shopping. You should be doing it much smarter than I do. But then again, now now that we're talking, my memory's kicking in, and we've bought some unreal stuff online, like jerseys. Yeah, Bill's gear especially. Like, Bill's gear is always done online. That's nice. Sen's gear. Sen's gear also done online. So for gear, it's pretty good. That one's a tough one. Yeah. And they're only getting tougher too going down this list, so it's going to be tough. I'm noticing that I'm buying more sports equipment online too for some reason. Really? Like what? Yeah. I bought my soccer cleats online uh, randomly. I, well, you know when, when you start thinking about something and all of a sudden advertisements start popping up? And then I click in the advertisements, and all of a sudden, $200 in the hole, and <laughs> wondering if I'm going to have to go back to my job underneath the bridge, you know, sucking dicks. Um, anyways, that's uh, that's another story. Um, all right, Molly, let's go next. Molly, yep. before we do this, uh, can we just take a quick break? I just want to do a mic test. We've been screwed in the past by not doing mic tests, and our lines are looking real loud here. All right, let's uh, let's take a look at it, and then we'll come right back into it. All right, sounds good. All right, we are back to it. Sorry about that, folks. Ah, well, you know what? We're just trying to be better. Yeah, we just want to. Uh, well, we didn't want to. Do what we did last time, right? Yeah, record a whole episode and then not mic test, you know? Yeah, I've never been uh, hitting the nuts quite like that. That was ugly. That was tough. All right, let's get back to it. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, Mark. Uh, would you rather watch Netflix shows or Netflix movies? You know what? I'll be honest. I haven't watched a lot of Netflix movies at all. No? No, I know they're out there. I think Adam Sandler did a few... Uh, 
I'm not talking Netflix originals. I'm just talking any movie on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I know. I've been moving away from movie documentaries. Different story. Well, that's considered a movie. Oh, yeah. Wow. What about a docu-series? That's a series. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Asking the tough questions here, Brian. They only get tougher, man. Uh, Yeah, uh, I'd have to say a series. You know, I'm I'm into... I got a lot of time in my hands. So, you know, watching things 10 hours at a time just makes a lot more sense now than it ever has. What about you? Yeah, I, I go through phases for sure, but... For instance, I was away for six months, and I, I watched a lot of Netflix, and I would say 75% of that was series. Easy, yeah? Yeah, and yeah, there's nothing like binging a series, you know, in like three days, and yeah, you feel like a bag of crap, but yeah, you love it at the same time. Yeah, you're all smelly, and it's been, <laughs> you haven't seen daylight in forever. And you don't even want to get up to eat, you know? You just no. you just starve yourself in bed watching this. I actually recently uh, I did that, too. I watched Mindhunter. Oh, great show. It's another one, yeah. We could we could do this all day where we talk about all the, all the different shows we watch. Yeah. But yeah, you just get lost in it. And uh, Season two just came out. Yeah, yeah, you lost, you lose all concept of time and reality, and all of a sudden, it's three days later, and yeah, you know, you feel like a basic bag of shit, but you watch a great series. Yeah, uh, another underrated series that I just started season two of is The Sinner. Have you watched that? Nope, never even heard of The Sinner. Give it a watch; it's really, really good. Okay, two uh, two seasons now, so you got lots of binging to do. So one thing I'll tell you this, uh, and I'm not alone in this. I know that we have many fine listeners out there just like me. In February, okay, I decided for the first time to watch The Office. I'm much content. You didn't like that that much. You didn't, well, I hated that because I know how good of a show it is. Yeah, as it turns out, it's a great show. It's yeah. fantastic. I've, I'm actually just about to finish the series for like the seven or eighth time. You just watch, you go back to season one and start from the beginning. It's my go-to before bed show. Yeah, you need that, eh? You you need a good, like, thing that you're just not going to have to think about. No, it's great. And because I already know half the scenes, like, it doesn't matter if I fall asleep to it, you know? Yeah. Lately, what I've been watching before bed is Bill's Games over again. I just watch it. I just (laughs) watch it again. (laughs) So... We just, uh, for like those... preseason? Oh, preseason, Oh, yeah. man. I gotta get the scouting hurt. in, you know, through the ears. Wow. Yeah, so I don't, I'm not even paying attention to it. I'm just listening to the Bills game. Well, they are 3-0, so, like, that, that has something to do with it, probably. When times are hot, you have to, <laughs> you have to let it roll, you know? And you have plenty of time between games to soak it all in, and that's yeah. what I'm doing right now, so... I can appreciate that. Hey, speaking of sports, I think our next this and that is a sports one. Let's get into it. Oh, wait. No, we'll get there after this next one. This one's tough, Mark. Okay. Would you rather do men's league post-game beers or reunion with your old buddies beers? And you only have one to choose. Lifetime? Like, you only got one or, one or these two? Like, if, if I choose to... Go back with my buddies. I don't get to have post game beers with my friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry to people in the past, but I <laughs> I gotta have post game beers with uh, with the guys I play sports with. I mean, 
<laughs> I, wow, not the selection I thought you would choose. Now, to be honest, a lot of the guys that are my old friends I play sports with anyways, Yeah, generally... Um, I have one group of we, we, me and you have one group of friends from our university days that would be neglected as yeah, a result of this. I think I think they'll be upset with your decision, but well, it is what it is. I came here to make decisions, <laughs> and I I stick to them. Sorry, guys in Toronto, You'd be better. Move to Crown Place. Be under sports teams if you can make them. Yeah, Hill would really like our sports teams, specifically softball, because then he would get out of co co ed ball. Yeah, well, I think God, would he would he really want to get out of co-ed ball? Because <laughs> I don't know if he could. He's never played men's league, so we don't know if he's good or not. No, he just claims that he's really good on his co-ed team, which could mean anything. Yeah, Weez would join the uh, the soccer team. Now, by the way, to our female listeners, we're not taking anything away from co-ed sports. No, 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 nothing that nothing wrong with co-ed sports. We play co-ed sports ourselves. We do. Uh, but it's just something about Hill playing co-ed sports really always bothered us. It's just Hill. It's not the yeah. co-ed league. It's just Hill playing in the co-ed league. Yeah. Speaking of Hill, he would benefit from our sponsor's uh, product this week, I believe. Oh, he absolutely would. Uh, he's got one more. Um, well, we have one more commercial. Yeah, that'll be for geared, our, uh, directly towards. Uh, he's in. A, he's in our target audience. He's going so. to a cottage this weekend too. So oh, he is he, too. He could right? benefit from. Well, not only this product, but all the great products from Labor Day weekend. Uh, yeah, and it's a fantastic line. I mean, I don't know if I'd be in a rush to give them the pickles. I mean, if they're available, but <laughs> anyways. Uh, all right, oh. what's the next one? Oh, you want to you finish your thought on Hill? I mean, no. I, we could do a whole podcast no, no, on no. Ryan Hill, man. I'd love to do that. No, I was, I was going to touch on Randy's pickles in the picture that I sent you. Earlier this week, you know, actually, the the picture that they sent me earlier this week reminded me that we should really have an Instagram account specific to the podcast. Yeah, because the, all of our listeners would appreciate what happened. Can you oh, can you tell God. that story r- real quick? It was so funny. So I I go back to Almond every so often. I live in Ottawa now, and um, I went to my parents' house because I was going to Carbingo, which is in Almond. Great. Um, Great time if you're ever in Almond on a Wednesday night in August. We'll be going tomorrow night. Yep, uh, we are going tomorrow night. Um, so you need fold-out chairs. So I didn't have any. I used to stop by my parents' place, and I run up the stairs quickly to see if I have any mail there. Sometimes my mail gets shipped there. And what do I see on the counter, Molly? Six mason jars filled with fresh pickles, ready to go. Man, I was loving when you sent me that picture. I was... <laughs> It made my day. It was so funny. Just yeah, you hadn't even seen Randy yet. He didn't know you were coming. He wasn't even there. He was in Niagara Falls with my mom, <laughs> visiting my grandmother. What was he doing? Just trying to give him a little son? Or? Just I don't know. Just left him on the counter. I was about to steal them all, but I don't know if they were there for some special reason. You know. <laughs> So, anyways, I I just wanted to share that story. It was really funny. That's awesome. All right, what's our next right. uh, this or that? This next one is sports related, I believe. Sens championship or Bills championship? Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is hard. As I know, you know. I know what I would do. As you know, I mean the the Bills. 
have become one of my main teams lately. But in the end, I gotta go. I gotta stay true with the Ottawa Senators. That's what I was gonna say too. It's it's too local. It's such a small franchise. It would mean a lot to me. Yeah. Arguably more than the Bills. It'd well, be a- we've been way longer Sens fans than Bills fans too. Like we were there. Yeah. In 07. We were there in 99, you know. Oh yeah, I've I've been I've been through all the moments. It when Tugnut in 98 when Tugnut started jumping for joy, for joy for just making the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It it make it mean a lot more to me than than the Bills. Although the Bills but you know we're we're heavily invested in the Bills though too. Yeah, you know what's funny? I mean, really I have I guess four main teams across the major four sports. You know, the Sens, Bills, Blue Jays, and lately the Raptors. You can't really say the Raptors that much. No. We could have a whole episode on That's an asterisk championship in my mind for at least 60% of Canada. Uh, Over that. It would would have to be more more than that. There is not a lot of people that I know that watch... Raptors fans or Raptors games religiously. People no. didn't even know the rules of basketball when they started watching in the finals this year. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, my point there was is that of course, of the four major sports, the two teams that I don't care about as much are the two teams that have won championships in their history. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. We'll get ours. We'll get ours, Mark. We're owed one. We're owed one. All right. This one's. This next one's tough. Yeah. One million dollars today. And single for the rest of your life. Or you can get a bag of chips today. And you could be happily married at some point in your life. This is tough. This is tough because... Uh, yeah, one million dollars is a lot of money. One million dollars today. I mean, we can. You could definitely if you invest it right. Yeah, you can make that into much more money going forward. We're then, already thirty. <laughs> <laughs> like we're well. Speak for yourself, Mark. I'm twenty nine. Sorry, so. sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, um, and we're both. We're. I mean, we're not single, but no, nope. like we're both not married. Oh man, I think I know what I'd choose. You say it first. I think I would choose being happily married at some point in my life. Oh, bold move, Brent. It is a bold move, but I mean, it's tough. Well, the thing, the ironic thing is, if you were single your whole life, that means you don't have kids. And I mean, really, in theory. Like a million dollars is fine, but you would still have a lot of money yourself in without the million dollars in time. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, no, I got to be happily married. All right. Yeah, it just makes just make makes more sense. It's you know it's worth living all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what life's all about. Yeah, you know, all that growing stuff. Up, you know, married, have kids, all that stuff. Yeah, um, and you get a bag of chips. Yeah, I, I could mean, use a bag of chips right now. Yeah, funny thing about a bag of chips. One time, my <laughs> sister gave me a bag of chips for Christmas. I remember that. And whenever, whenever I tell anybody this story, they don't, they don't 
the the first thing that comes out of their mouth isn't, oh my god, I can't believe she had the balls to give you a, a bag of chips for Christmas. Actually, earlier the day before, I uh, I was in the basement. And she's like, oh my god, you didn't see your Christmas gift uh, down there, did you? I was like, no, I just saw some bag of chips. And she was like, ah. and then and then actually she wrapped a bag of chips. It was actually the best gift she's ever given me because it's a story that I've been telling for a long time after that. Um, what type of chips was it? Well, that's that's the number one question. It, it was Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. Uh, well, that's the... And everyone's like, well, at least you got a premium yeah. bag of chips. <laughs> As if, as if, oh, oh, it was, it was that was a shit gift before I, was, I heard it was Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar. I was just about to say, that's the Cadillac of chips there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, I mean, I shouldn't complain. Um, but yeah, that was, the, that's the number one feedback I get is, is everyone's like, well, what kind of chips did you get? Yeah. And then when they find out, they're like, well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> that's like a, that's almost a $5 gift there oh, absolutely for the record down. for the record i know this isn't or that this or that but miss vicky's salt and vinegar that's my favorite to be one. honest i had chips in here but i took it out oh really yeah there was okay. a couple uh, options of chips that i had that you had to choose from okay but um yeah there's we got lots of topics here yeah speaking of kind of like food ranch or mayo mully and you are you recently have had a mayo kick. That's that's something awful. A lot of people don't agree with what it, in situations that I use mayonnaise. And although I have to say, you introduced me to ranch. I didn't use I didn't use ranch ever before I met you. Yeah, ranch is and hands down my, my favorite life. condiment. It completely changed my life. Yeah. If I don't have ranch, actually, another thing I told. Uh, it was a, actually when I look back, this is a real dick dick move. But um, I uh, was at I was at my house and I was I told uh, my dad one time we ran out of ranch and I was like pointing my finger at him like I don't want to live another day in my life without ranch <laughs> available to me. <laughs> so if we are down to one bottle, that is not enough. We need more. Uh, <laughs> And uh, and you know what? Ever since he's made sure that it's fully stocked. Wow. Yeah, and he always goes out of his way to tell me that he has bought ranch, uh, just so I don't have to worry about it. That's awesome. Yeah. So I I have to go ranch there because if I don't know if I could live without it at this point. Yeah. No, ranch is definitely in my fridge at all times. If I'm running low, like you said, you got to get another bottle just in case. Now, what kind of ranch do you like? I just like the straight up original. You straight up ridge is great. Craft, you're talking about craft. Craft, yeah, yeah, original. yeah. Yeah, that's usually my go-to. I mean, I'll, I'll take any of them. The three cheeses, great. Um, oh, you like the craft three cheese ranch? Like all the different types of crafts? Pretty much any yeah. any craft ranch is acceptable. What about Garden Valley? Garden Valley is a special treat if you can get it. <laughs> Recently, we went to Costco. We got two big ones. Oh, and it's, nice! It's been a good, uh, you know, couple weeks. Yeah, that's a really good one. Now, something's popping in my head right now. I can't quite picture the story, but were you trying to put mayo on something, and I refused to let you put mayo on it? No, recently? I no, I tried to put barbecue sauce on a poutine, and you were not oh, having. Any, you actually did sauce. not let me put barbecue no, sauce you did. on my poutine. I wouldn't allow you to do it. I thought about that for days afterwards. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, for some reason I had it in my head it was mayo because you do put mayo on some questionable foods. Hot dogs are <laughs> for forever now known as hut dogs. Uh, that's H U T D U T. Or no, D U G. Um, that's from our. That's a shout out to our friend Phil. That's a story from Vegas. That's we'll, we'll definitely get into. That yeah, another we won't day, get but. into it today. We're actually hitting almost an hour and ten minutes here. So yeah, well, we have some listeners that have a two-hour commute <laughs> one way <laughs> and uh, do this and have no plans of moving, and uh, they'll be definitely happy that we have gone over the hour. Well, let's let's talk about this next point then, Mark. Okay. If you're on a road trip, would you rather a great podcast or a great playlist? Yeah, I thought about that. I guess it depends on the road trip because I'm a big podcast guy. I love podcasts, especially true crime podcasts. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, I know. But like, for instance, a couple of weeks from now, me and you will be going to our good friend Jesse Schaefer's wedding. Yep. And I will need a great playlist going into that. I will. I know it, yeah. because I just need to get, when you need to get fired up and maintain being fired up for yeah. four or five hours, there's nothing better than a, than a great playlist, you know? I'm a big, great playlist guy on a road trip. It gets the stoke level up. Yeah. Um, what comes to mind is Bill's trips. Yes. And you need that playlist going in. Yes, absolutely. Uh, to get you fired up. And you can also talk over music whereas like podcasts sometimes you have to listen and like the car has to be kind of silent to hear it yeah, unless of course it's our podcast going on a road well, trip yeah of course but we when we do a road, a road trip pod- podcast we do a good mix of well actually no we've gone away from that i was gonna say we did it we did a good mix of playing bangers and then doing podcast it was like a mixture of the two um but then we realized that more people liked hearing us talk yeah and uh talk shit about them yeah and uh so we had to change our ways you know what something's coming to my head here take it or leave it why don't we do a shafe wedding podcast well, i was going to talk to you about that we will have to do a completely shafe themed podcast going into that because uh there's a lot of material there and material. people are going to have their road trips to go there anyway yeah, exactly. Some, some. Only Carlo will have a shorter one. But I mean, I mean, if you're in Newmarket, you could probably just drive around the block a couple for an hour, you know. And if you don't know Jesse Schaefer, you'll know him after the podcast. Well, exactly. You're, we're going to force feed you Jesse Schaefer that day, <laughs> <laughs> whether you like it or not. So okay, that's going to be coming up soon. Actually, he's, he's got a, a wedding in less than a month. So excellent. We got to look forward to that. Okay, so I think we both decided a great playlist is the way to go. Unless yes. it's our podcast, exactly. It okay. depends on the on the situation and the mood you're in. But yeah, definitely on a on a on a road trip. I love music just to get me fired up. Okay. All right, Molly. Last one of this or that. Would you rather travel to go visit sites, or would you take a one week all inclusive? Uh, yeah. It's not popular to say that you'd take the one week all inclusive. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling you were going to go that route. You're probably not supposed to say it. And, and to be honest, I'm getting more. Uh, I'm getting more 
kind of aligned with the idea of going out and exploring and seeing things. And yeah. Going in places you've never been and getting the pictures and, you know, doing all that. Yeah, Updating yeah. the Instagram story. For sure. Don't get me wrong. It's it's good stuff. I could do <laughs> I could do either or now. It depends. If I have a, if I have a big group of people, yeah. do the one week all inclusive. I don't I I'm getting better at it. But if I had to choose one or the other, I'll probably I I'm better suited. <laughs> For a one week all inclusive, but I yeah uh, definitely not the popular answer I don't think. But some people no. really like the one week all inclusive and they'll do it every single year. You know, yeah. There's exactly. nothing wrong with that. It's funny because the Atlanta who I'm dating uh, is completely on the other side of that. She yeah one week all inclusive is just hell to her. Oh, okay, and she's all about going around exploring and stuff. So well, that'll be an interesting conversation when it comes up. I'm um I'm a big Atlanta supporter then because I love traveling to visit the sites, you know. Yeah, I mean I tried to do it once. I did it by myself. It didn't go well. I fell into a, a trap pretty easily in China. Oh yeah. Okay. And I didn't uh, be honest, I was more scared of China, so I didn't really go and see anything. I yeah, that's true. Hit away and pretended I wasn't there. It was really not well done. I maybe if I was with the right person, yeah, who was all about it. You know, when we were in university, we knew, like, Soap was a world traveler, and you could trust that she was comfortable outside of Canada. She she held our hand that trip. Absolutely. In Cuba. And we, I, we visited the city and everything, like, yeah. she just set it all up. She had no problem. <clears throat> yeah, I need a traveler like that Yeah, to be with me. I'm, don't get me wrong, I like seeing things. Yeah. Um, it's just that... The getting there um, and the constant worrying that you're going to get murdered. That, yeah. that really hinders my experience. Okay, okay. Um, well, let me ask you this, Mark. Yeah. Do you pack sunscreen on your trips when you go to an all-inclusive? Oh, I usually trust that somebody will have had purchased <laughs> sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, I will be able to borrow it from them. Uh, I <laughs> have never packed sunscreen of my own. It is, I am the exact same way. I've never done it until I heard of our Labor Day weekend SBF 15 brand. Well, of course. And it, it's been a while since we heard from those guys, hasn't it? I think, uh, I think we're due. All right. I was trying to give you a little segue there. I don't think you caught on. <laughs> I kind of felt like that. That's where you were going with it. I just didn't know that for sure. Anyways, all right, let's uh, let's go in and see what they have for us now. My name is Mark Mullen. I'm Brian Zorgel. Small and over, with Mark Mullen. Well, Brian. What with Labor Day coming up in the next couple of days, why don't we get the history of what Labor Day, why why Labor Day came to be? Well, Mark, according to UrbanDictionary.com, Labor Day is the day anyone under 60 is merely thankful for the day off rather than for the labor unions that fought for the day off. In quotations, Dad, have another beer and tell us again how you got clubbed by the cops when you were when you and your fellow workers asked for a five-day work week, end quotations. Dad says, 
It was on Labor Day, son, back before you and all your buddies voted to do away with unions. End quotation. Wow, Brian. Maybe if the unions work as hard as gingers do to fight off the sun, we would have a four-day working week instead of the classic five that, we have, that we're stuck dealing with. Labor Day weekend, 15 SPF, sunscreen. All right, Brian, well, that'll do it for another episode. Looks like we crept in the old 76-minute mark again. Okay, well, some commuters might not be too happy about that, but I know others will, and uh, I think it's a great episode. I'd say if we're going to rank our episodes, this has to be up there with our best so far. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, you know, everyone should be happy with with what we have here, but, you know, they're only going to get better over time. We're getting better at this. Yeah, we definitely are. We used a microphone this time. We did some mic checks this time. Yeah, we care, folks. We care. Um, and we're having more fun, too, now that we're better. Yeah, exactly. We're, uh, we're just trying to come up with uh, creative content. People, uh, you know, get the people talking. I, I'm pretty sure we can go back to this or that if we ever get uh, lost for stuff to, to talk about. We had a lot of stories come up just from this or that, like 10 different topics. Yeah, exactly. I uh, was happy that we got to debut my uh, my segment on a classic story yeah so that'll be a big one going forward you have lots of classic stories so you want me to tease the next one i'm planning on uh, talking about yeah sure why not uh it was back when me and you went to montreal and we encountered a man that you had already encountered once and you told oh, me about before yes um it was the first time i had seen the man and he well it was worthy of a story so it is it's a classic mark mullen story yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's one I'll be bringing up next time. Okay. Um, I mean, other than swimming and shit, uh, I mean, that was a pretty <laughs> decent one. <laughs> but, um, when when can the folks expect our next one? All timelines, eh? Uh, we'll try to get together as soon as we can. We So uh, the problem that we're running into is we used to have, we had home games in soccer, and that would drag you to... Uh, to Carlton Place. Yeah. Now, the indoor season is starting in October, so you'll be making regular trips out to Carlton Place. So we'll be able to um, be able to broadcast them, or we'll be able to record them on Thursday and then, you know, get them out by for probably the following week. All right. So let's, let's be realistic. Maybe a week and a half. Yeah. We can look at a week and a half. Next Friday, the September 5th. That's something we could probably go for. Yeah, Labor Day weekend uh, really put out all the stops too for this weekend coming up. Yeah, they. they I don't know how they uh, are going to keep their customers after Labor Day weekend. Do you have any uh, insights to that? Well, you know, Labor Day weekend is a year-round celebration. It's like the Super Bowl. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people are constantly thinking about it. Um, you know, and no one's going to need. Uh, you know, people are going to need. Labor Day products the most after Labor Day, I would, I would argue. <laughs> okay. Because after Labor Day, things just go downhill for everybody. <laughs> Don't you agree? I agree. Nothing can bring up spirits like a good jar of Randy's pickles, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, one quick thing I want to bring up before we, uh, before we go. Uh, you know, I've, obviously, this is our last week of summer here. 
and uh, teachers are going back to school. Oh, yeah. How happy does that make you, Brian? It, it makes, makes me extra happy. It's fantastic. We have a couple friends that are teachers. They've been living it up all summer while the rest of us have to work. And, uh, yeah, it really grinds my gears, you know? Yeah, and they're going to try to make us believe that they have the hardest, like, the worst job ever and that everything sucks and they can't believe they have to work and all that stuff. But they always forget that they have the entire summer and are always flaunting it in front of us. Not only that, they have all the holidays off. Yeah. Including Christmas holidays, which is like a nice two weeks vacation right there. Yeah, exactly. It must be nice to be a teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways. Maybe that's another topic for... Uh, Next week. Probably is. Uh, anything you want to talk about next week before we go? Uh, nothing on my mind right now. Yeah, I got nothing on my mind. But you know, never you never know what the week will bring us. So we can uh, always look forward to you know stuff that happens. We'll talk about it as we usually do. Yep. All right, guys. Well, have a good week. This is Mark Mullen. I'm Brian Zargo. And this is Mullen over with Mark Mullen. Hit it, Felipe. <laughs>